Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to The DK Project. Today, zooming in, we've got Joe Finfera. He is a working actor. He's got a bunch of other stuff going on, but this guy uh, is uh, grinding it out in the acting world. He's done a whole bunch of stuff that you probably recognize from, you know, soap operas to movies to anything and everything. Uh, really good dude. He's really got a good message and uh, it was a great podcast. So make sure that you tune in, tell your friends. You know, the way we get this thing going is uh, if you have uh, your friends download and subscribe and and share the word, spread the word so that we can uh, keep the old podcast going. So without further ado, the latest episode of the DK Project. Welcome back to the DK Project. Today we got Joe Finfera zooming in and uh, we're going to check in, see what he's been up to. We talked a little bit before we got on the air about some of the craziness that he's up to uh, filming and acting. What? Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, I went to eat in a restaurant, uh, for the first time, uh, last, or this last, the past, past weekend. And, uh, you know, the rest of the country, they've kind of opened up a little bit. We're really slow to, to the draw with opening up again. Are you so in I, California? I very, very happy to be able to get into a restaurant and, uh, and eat for the first time. Cause you're in sunny um, I feel, California. I feel sorry for the staff. Can you hear me? Yeah. Are you, you're in sunny California, right? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in some sunny, I'm in Southern California, I'm in Los Angeles County, um, so I'm right, right in the heart of it all, where I think we have the most cases, period. Uh, uh, all the uh, stores are really good about it, but it's, if you go to the parks, if you go running and stuff, there's tons of people playing basketball and everything without stuff, but that's here or there, I just try to do my part, you know? Oh, man, I tell you, I was out, so, I actually went to a bar last night. And, uh, and, and it was way out in the middle of nowhere, you know, way out there. And, uh, they actually had popcorn. Like, you know, when you go to a bar and they, you can get your own popcorn and they had that. I'm like, is that, is that really, safe? but by the taste of the popcorn, they maybe popped it before the pandemic. So it's been sitting there for quite a spell, but yeah, I don't know. It's funny. You That's... go to different areas and they just, they handle it differently. Like some people are really worried about it. Some people aren't worried at all. And, but I know That's California, true. California is like, yeah, I've seen that too. Lockdown. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Now, I don't know if you've experienced this, but you know, I'm out and about wearing a mask and I'm pretty friendly. So, you know, back in the day before we wore masks, <laughs> we could smile and people knew you're smiling. So now I walk around and like, I'm smiling at people, but they can't really tell I'm smiling. But for some reason, I think they can, they can't see through the mask. <laughs> so anyway, it's, so I think the new smile is going to be like lifting my eyebrows would be the new smile. Hey, I have heard that. Although you could get a smile, you could get a mask that has the big smile painted on it with the tongue hanging out. You know, send the right message right oh, out of the gate. <laughs> that is a great. That's a great idea. So you're always smiling. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's also oh, that's a great idea. It's also a, a much easier way to uh, you know uh, for an opening line if you're working on an opening line is to say, I know you're smiling under there. You know, you don't, I don't have to see your eyes move. I know you are. And, uh, and that'll I'm usually get them to smile. The line. <laughs> are you, are you That's a single great. guy? I'm, am I what? Are you single? I am single. I am single. You know, oh. I date, I'm single. Um, 
Um, I do have two kids. So I'm, I'm a, my kids are older now. Thank God. Uh, the, <laughs> thank God. But I, I'm, I'm blessed. I have really, really good children. My son's 18 now. My, my daughter's 15. Daughter's still young, but you know, uh, uh, girls just mature faster than boys. So a 15 year old girl is really like a 30 year old um, woman. But, uh, <laughs> but both of my thank women mature faster than us men. That is a fact. I'm sorry. We it takes us a while to catch up. I think. I think by the time men are 40, we, we catch up to, to the, the, actually I don't think we ever touch up to the, catch up to the intelligence of women. I just think women are the intelligent species. Wow. And wow. Someone's impressing somebody. <laughs> well, well, it's true. And, and it is true. And, and I, I just, just even from my own, just like looking at my own self, looking at my son and watching my daughter, it's just, you know, women just are they literally are looking at everything. They're in tune with everything. They're thinking about something else. They can multitask. And us men, we cannot. We can only do one thing at a time. And it's women that have the gift of doing many things at, at, at all at once. I'm, so uh, I think we're ready for a woman president and a woman or a woman vice president. I'm all ready for it. I think we need to have it. I it's already get political, but I did. I think we're getting close to having to retract your man card. You're, uh, you're, you're quite, I'm questioning, uh, who's, whose team you're on here all of a sudden. No, I totally get it. It's, it's a different time. And, and by all means, I, uh, I, I've got a, uh, older, I've got two older sons and then a daughter and then a younger son. And yeah, it's, okay. it's totally true. The, uh, the advancement from the, uh, from the girls is much faster than the boys. That's for sure. Um, right. Right. But I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I would just wish we would get something going in the lines of a woman doing something so that, uh, you know, they can show us what they can do. Cause it's been a lot of talk for a long time. I, I think I'm more, I'm more for, no matter what it is, I'm more for the, the best person for the job. Bingo. And so I think, and, and I, it's, uh, and we don't, I don't think we've always done that. So I think it's important no matter what it is. I, I'm not talking politics. I'm just talking in general. Yeah. We, we just have to, in general, we have to just make sure that we're open for the best person for whatever it is. And, and that's, that's just that. the key to our society, the best person. So that, that's really what I believe in. And the golden rule. And the golden rule. What's that? Got to follow the golden rule. The golden rule. What you is know, it? Don't, uh, the golden rule, you know, don't, whatever, you know, don't, don't hurt anybody. Always do your best. <laughs> if you know if what you do hurts somebody else then it's not the right thing always do the right thing oh for sure listen to this public service announcement i love it i love it i uh i uh i was looking over your imdb for those of you who don't know joe finfera is a uh quite a resume you got quite a little list of uh things you've done man you are uh, a man about town and it ranges i was i, I was looking all the way back uh this says uh uh, Jesse on there. Is that the kids show, Jesse? No, good question. I know the, so no, it's not. It goes back even further. It is a show. It was a show on NBC. It was a sitcom and it starred Christina Applegate. Ooh. And it was, a, it was, uh, it was right after she was married with children. I guess started on three episodes of a show called Jesse, uh, back in uh, 2000. Oh, I do remember that. Oh yeah. Funny. So then I actually just watched her Netflix show, um, dead to me or something. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, yes, it's very good. That's it's, it's incredible. I get a charge I, I love it. I love out it of uh, Peggy Bundy keeps showing up and everything. 
She 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 has a, a cameo in that one, and then she was in um, uh, I want to say Natural Born Killers, but it wasn't. It was the biker one. Damn, that was good. DK is thinking of the Sons of Anarchy. I actually watched. She's it a twice. she's a great actress. They're all good. They're yeah. all good. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody from that show's done well, except for the the kid. He's done okay. Um, I don't. I don't. He, know. Does, he does okay. He's he's a really he's a sweet guy. I um I I I've met him a couple times. Um and uh, he's actually a really really nice nice young man. Very very smart guy. Good guy. What kind uh, of stuff is he doing? Guy. I I believe he does podcast radio type stuff. Oh, too. Yeah. And he does yeah, and he's got his own. And he does his own. He does some. He produces some of the stuff. He does still does acting, and he produces some stuff as well. So uh, he's he's still out and about. You know, today's day and age, there's so many um, there's so many vehicles to do something that's hard to keep track of what ev- everybody's doing. Yeah, you know, because there's so many networks. It's so different than it was back in the day. It's different. We just had ABC, NBC, and CBS. Yeah. Now we have we still have those shows, but we have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. It's well, and so to keep track more three layers of those. Doing, it's challenging. There's it's even, there's even three lo- layers of those with NBC, uh, NBC Plus, and NBC Sports. You know, and the ABC. There's all kind. It's it gives you any yeah anything anything you could possibly want at any time. I was you know what I was at this bar last night in Timbuktu, and it's so cliche, but. They had a, a little house on the prairie marathon going on on the, in, on the TV in the bar. Nice. And I'm like, we must be in rural nice. America. This is, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty far out there. But uh, yeah, so I saw that Jesse, I forgot so I'd ask, you, but I totally forgot about that Christina Applegate show. That wasn't on very long though. Uh, the, the it Jesse was show. on for two, it was on for two seasons. Okay. And well, it was, it was produced by the same people that produced Friends. So, really? uh, and they had a show called, yeah, they produced Friends, Jesse, and another show called Veronica's Closet. Oh, I saw that Christy one. Alley. Yeah. So. I remember they that were one. All the same, all the same producers. And so that, I think, and then um, Friends back in the day, they were kind of fighting for more money. And, and then they just kept the uh, Jesse and, uh, and, uh, and Friends. And then of course, by the last year. So they, they only did uh, uh, Jesse for two seasons. And it would so that, that did kind of affect me, obviously, because uh, <laughs> I guest starred in, in, in three episodes. But um, yeah, but uh, it, it was nice. That was a really nice experience. I'm extremely grateful. But I did, I was, I used to get to go over to the uh, set of Friends and hang out in Central Perk in, the, uh, in the coffee shop. I sat on the couch. Whoa. And it's so funny. I go into these, coffee i think um there's a coffee bean had this thing about friends and they were, had all these things and they showed the couch so i'm like i sat on that couch <laughs> i sat on that friend's couch it was it was cool wow but, um i was invited over there and i met all the cast all the cast was 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 very friendly and nice and, and of course it's the same it was the same producers and directors so knowing that show was so big it, when i did my episodes i to say i was you definitely get nervous because you're with like oh my god these are the producers of friends yeah and i gotta make sure i don't screw it up you know um yeah. in fact when i did my ep- one of my episodes i did um they had a security guard i was friends with everybody i just you know a friend of everybody and most there's they always have security guards there and the uh the one security guard actually he's he's like hey you should say your line this way <laughs> So I, actually got, I got coached by the uh, security guard. It was wonderful. 
I mean, what? How great is that? I just, I still remember it. How cool is that when you're working on something and the security guard saying, hey, do it this way. <laughs> nice. They let, they have everybody lend a hand on those shows. Everybody gets it. Yes. Hand. Yeah. It was, uh, it was cool. So, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. It was a great time. And, um, you know, I still, you never forget stuff like that. But uh, but after that, I did uh, a small, David Swimmer produced this um, independent project called, um, it was called, uh, what the heck was it called? I got it right here. It's hard to remember all the names of stuff. It's been so long. Humanoid. And um, I did a little, I had a little scene in a thing called Humanoid that, that um, Swimmer produced oh. for some people. And then I did a couple other things. And then I took, then I ended up having children. And I didn't well, I end up having children. I chose to have children. <laughs> and, you know, things, things, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to, to just hang into the entertainment industry because of survival. So uh, um, I still did things, but not that much. It was more about, um, you know, more about stability. So I, uh, the kind of story that really is, interesting for people to know about um today is uh um i didn't really do anything for probably 15 years i did a lot when i was younger in my 20s i wow. did the sitcom stuff did a lot in my 20s but i took a long hiatus uh while my kids were growing up because just it was just hard to have that stability and i and i i did i was a, a product of, of divorce so i divorced so i'm raising my kids and it really made it hard i wasn't really able to go on and do things like that because time with my kids is very difficult. So yeah. um, when my kids got older, um, you know, my, my children knew about what I did before. And so did my family. So I had a very supportive family and they would always say, you know, you, you got to continue what you started. So uh, um, I, at, uh, I think I was 49, 50, I decided to actually 49, I decided to, uh, I'm going to finish what I started. And, and um, I, I went back and, and, you know, things have changed. It's a lot different than it was back in the 90s. So now, you know, 2000, I think I started again 2017, 2018. It's different, but different, but still the same. And I, I was fortunate enough that I started um, booking things right away. And really one of the first things back in the gate was uh, an episode of, uh, of General Hospital. So uh, I, I was just on cloud nine that, uh, um, that they, they hired me to do an episode. And I played a, uh, a, kind of a mob guy that that made these phony passports and that kind of got the ball rolling so that was exciting to be in an office setting for 15 years and i still do an office job don't get me wrong i'm a i'm a i've done well in the business world i'm a i'm a vp of sales for a marketing company so i've kind of married my entertainment stuff and the commercials i've done um, nice. with the business world and so I, I do work in marketing and i think that skill in marketing has helped me market myself as an entertainer now in my fifties. Oh, I'm and sure. So, uh, so you back in the gate, I jumped in, I did, like I said, I did, uh, got on general hospital and then, um, I just kept on auditioning. I did, I knew I had to do some, some other projects. So I started doing some short films and I did, I ended up getting cast in as a starring role in a, a film called things buried. And it's, um, um, it's on, um, so after you, uh, well, I, I want to actually go back to the start. Like, how how did you how did you get started in this? Like, how does it all of a sudden? Oh, I'm going to be an actor. I mean, like, did you did you happen across somebody? Did you you know pursue it in college? I mean, how did you get into this? No, that that's a really good question. So, uh, 
I would say where really all started was when I uh, when I was growing up as a youngster in, in Maryland. My grandfather uh, was an actor, and he was a musician. And he uh, he went he came out here to California, and he was out here for about six months. And he did some episodes of of uh, the Three Stooges, and um, he would um, um, he he would talk about that. He wasn't here very long. Um, he got kind of lonely so he would talk about that uh, with us when we were kids and so that was always something somebody asked him and now my grandfather was a musician and he he played six instruments he played the piano the guitar the banjo the bass the Damn. fiddle yeah he he was so such a talented man and he uh on weekends he would come by and we would all have these family sing-alongs i remember that this day and <laughs> And that that kind of stuck in my mind, not my mind, but that's part of my personality. I, I'll you'll catch me. Somebody will say something, and if it sounds like a song, I'll end up singing the song. So I sing half oh. the day. I, I'm not a I am not a singer by any means, and nor do I want to be. But I do love music, and because of my upbringing, I'm always singing. And um, it's, I, I can sing enough to drive anybody crazy. I can tell you that. But it all started <laughs> from my my grandfather. And you know, cool thing about him was he was he was really into the music, and he was very he did very well. And he was asked to go on tour with Bob Hope uh, oh, back wow. in the day when Bob Hope would do the CSO tours. And um, but my grandmother was pregnant with my mother, and he had to turn them down, so he didn't go. And he had this look of regret on his face always. So that look is something that uh, I, I remember seeing. It just was such a powerful thing for me that look of, oh, wow, I could have, you know, thing. And so it's always, it's been a look that's propelled me. So that's kind of where it started. So um, after, I, I remember when I was a kid, though, I had dreams that I was working on sets um, um, as a youngster. So uh, so then um, I, I would say, and then the catalyst, I, once I finished college, while I was in college, I was dating a girl that would watch soaps and stuff. And yeah. we would sit and watch soaps all the time. And you know, I couldn't stand it really. But um, when we split up, and after I finished college, I decided I think I'm gonna go to move to uh, to New York and and pursue um, entertainment. I what I was doing in when I was finishing up college, I started doing um, fitness stuff. So I got into bodybuilding, and I ended up winning the Mister Maryland in I think '92, '93. I won the Maryland, and I started doing some commercials. My first commercial in Baltimore was uh, Powerball. And then so that kind of, I got the, the itch. And then after that, I, uh, um, after graduating college, I moved to, uh, to New York City. And um, I did do one thing before I moved out. I, I did fly out to California. I got a call and I ended up uh, making the cover of a calendar, um, um, a calendar called Images that sold all over the country. And then that kind of gave me the traction to know that I got I got some traction here. I think I got I can use this to help me get some other jobs. Man. And I use that kind of as a calling card to uh, maybe book some things. And so I used so I, I ended up booking and uh, making the cover of a calendar. Um, graduating college and I moved to uh, New York City as a young guy. It was it was pretty tough, but um, you know I remember working on trying to get work in New York City. But I felt like man, I made the cover of a calendar. That's going to be my calling card. That, <laughs> that really made me when I started feeling depressed. I always felt like you know I'm doing the right thing um, and I'm not making a mistake doing this. And 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 I used the calendar to get on. Um, I started getting episodes on soaps. I got my an episode on on um, when life to live. 
I would end up booking photo shoots with fitness magazines because of that. So I ended up getting an exercise for men, men's workout. I ended up doing a uh, fitness book that sold for over 20 years in Barnes and Noble called the complete book of abs. Wow. And so, yeah. So that, that's that I'm definitely proud of all, all that stuff. So, um, and that propelled me to New York. And then in New York, I did commercials for uh, nation's bank, which is bank of America. Now and I yeah. did a Nike commercial. Um, I end up getting, um, lines on a um, guiding light. And, um, and so that was pretty cool. My grandmother used to listen to guiding light as a radio show. I was going to I ended up getting a part, got a part on guiding light. So that was pretty cool. How is it so, being on these soap operas when like your girlfriend used to watch them or your grandma used to listen to them? And a lot of those characters have been on there for a long time. I mean, how, how is that walking into that? And like, you're the new guy and you know, Whoever, uh, I was going to say yeah. like like a Carol so, Channing or something. Isn't that like an old soap <laughs> opera name? <laughs> right. Know. Well, well, here's the, I, I'll tell you. So I never, I never got a contract wrong. I only did, let's say, walk on day player type stuff. Okay. So, which is fine. So, and I still look kind of that way now. And so, but, uh, but to answer your question is I ended up working with people that I used to watch. And oh, I'm telling weird. you, that's pretty damn surreal. Um, it's pretty damn surreal um, <laughs> yeah. when you're doing stuff. Cause I think on one life to live, I played a paramedic and I had to, there, Asa Buchanan was a guy who was on there for many, many years yeah. and, and Asa Buchanan and Asa and I helped carry, um, his, his, um, son, Bo or Luke or whatever his name is. And, um, <laughs> so when I was wor- working with these guys, I used to watch, it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's my, it's mind boggling. I'll tell you, I got a story from, from Guiding Light, though, because so growing up, this is really cool. You'll enjoy it. On, on Guiding Light, when I got on there, um, I had to do a, a, an episode, and there was like a dance number in there. And growing up, I used to watch uh, a show called Laverne and Shirley. And so you, you and I look about this similar ages. So do you remember Sh- Laverne oh, and yeah. Shirley? Oh, yeah. Shviel. Okay, Shibago. so – Laverne was dating a guy named oh, Carmine Ragusa, the big ragu, who was a dancer. <laughs> Do you remember him? <laughs> no, but so, I, I love the name. Okay, the big ragu who was on Laverne and Shirley, that was Laverne's boyfriend. So I'm on Guiding Light. He's in there. They they hired him as the choreographer for this dance thing I was doing on Guiding Light. And it was <laughs> the coolest thing. I'm like, oh, my God. Here's a, a childhood actor that I watched. You know, basically, because it was Laverne and Shirley, Happy yeah. Days, they kind of were hand in hand. And uh, and so this is guy I watched all these years. And he's, and he's oh, that's Carmine. Carmine, that's right. Yeah, Carmine. sure. How funny. Isn't that cool? World. So he's choreographing me. So I remember after I finished the episode, I I was leaving the studio. And as I'm walking out, I hear a guy say, see you later, Joe. And I turned around. And it was the big ragu. It was karma and Lusa. <laughs> Thanks, Sheila. And I thought, oh my God, the big ragu knows I'm a knows I exist. And Woo! I I was just uh, I was on cloud nine. I thought that was the coolest thing. I mean, you got I mean, I grew up in a small town in Maryland, and here the big ragu knows I exist. Man. 
I, I called all my, I, I rushed home because back then there's no cell phones. Yeah. I rushed, rushed back home and I called all my friends and said, oh my God, the big ragu was my choreographer and, and he knows who I am. <laughs> That was the coolest thing, man. That was I uh, I was looking at uh, I pulled him up, and uh, it looks like he's got a pretty rough D uh, DUI picture out there. That he had, yeah. <laughs> it, it, everybody, well, thank God I don't I don't drink and drive. I tell you what, with Uber, there's no need for anybody to drink yeah. and drive anymore. Right. With Uber, and and there's no need. So anybody's ever thinking about it, stop. They, because it'll cost you ten thousand dollars, or you could kill somebody. Yeah. So don't anybody, even one drink. I, I won't even. I, I'm getting to the point as I get older, I'm more paranoid. I won't even do one drink. Yeah. Um, no, you can't. You you get you can't do that. You can't take that risk, I and get, um, it's not worth it. You're putting someone else's. It's not just your life. It's yeah. a family. It's someone else's. So so with that, you you, you can't do that. So I, I feel I always I'm empathetic for people that go through these rough times you know yeah so uh it's sad and it's also sad when you're really known that that they they exploit people like that but but um so it's sad but you and weren't you, you weren't know, the you know, big ragu's phone call that, <laughs> what was that i said you weren't the big ragu's phone call when he had to get a ride home <laughs> from from the jug huh <laughs> that's when you know I you made say, it I, I believe he's forgotten my name by now <laughs> I'm looking at your IMDb, dude. Do you work out much? Holy shit! Do I? Thank you. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, yeah, that's right. That's where I started. Was all into fitness stuff, and and even to this day at 51, I, I still watch what I eat. I still work out a lot. Oh, um, it's not to the same, you know, it's not to the same capacity yeah. as I did when I was competing. But uh, but I'm up. Oh, that's my dog on the doorbell. I, uh, I'm, I'm rolling through your pictures here though, man, you've done a lot of stuff. I, I've been, you know, it's really, the, the cool thing is, is, um, taking that retirement and, and coming back in at age, at age, um, 50, um, it's, uh, it's been a whole new thing for me. It's, uh, I, I, uh, I made a different point to really push things harder than I ever have before. And, um, and, uh, how, how do you do that though? How do you go? How do you go? Oh, you know what? I'm going to get back into this, uh, make a phone call to my, my, my agent. And all of a sudden I'm working again. Like, yeah. So what it was is, um, you make it sound so easy. Okay. I think I got that person to go away. All right. So, um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I had taken such a long break and, and, and it's really something I've wanted to push. So, uh, um, you know, my kids were like, you should, you should finish what you started. But I, I'd been working in an office for 15 years and, and I decided I was going to finish what I started. I wanted to finish what, um, I started when I was younger and, um, and a buddy of mine were both, um, co-managers, both co-vice presidents of a company. And, uh, and what we, uh, we both, he's a writer and we both pushed each other and we said, Hey, we need to finish what we started. And so um, all those years of, of not doing it or completing it is propelled me to really push things hard and differently now. So um, my, my uh, partner I have with um, my, the business, we're both um, vice presidents. He's a writer. So now um, I said, hey, look, the real story is you're going to write something, write about guys that are in their 50s that say, hey, we're going to finish what we started. And so one thing I'm, I've been you know, preaching to everybody is, you know, you know, if you had something that you didn't finish when you're in your fifties, it's not over. 
and it's a it's a good time to start again and finish what you you started. So Man. my buddy has been he wrote things for the Hallmark Channel and he's writing again, and and then I'm I'm doing my acting again and uh, um, I still work in marketing. So uh, I I literally have married I do both. I'm it does make for a busy life, um, but it, it actually all work, works it all works in and fits in very well. It works together well. I got a supportive company I work with. So, and when I do have to do stuff, it's never like all the time. So yeah. you're able to, I'm able to manage everything I do. And, and I, I do love the business world and I do love the entertainment thing. And, and so now, you know, you know how it is when you're older, when you're in your fifties, you've experienced life. Yeah. So, you know, when you do something, you, when you're older, you know that you have, there's ingredients right. and ingredients is hard work, doing it right reading the instructions and that's kind of how I've lived my life now. And it's given me great success lately. And, and uh, the, um, I end up getting cast on a, a, a new show that was on lifetime called crazy love, um, which aired about six or seven months ago. Then I did, um, I ended up, um, I got a, booked on a, a show called betrayed, which is produced by the uh, producers of house of cards. Oh, and nice. I did. I think it was their fourth episode of a show called Betrayed. It's on. Um, it just aired. I think about four weeks ago um, during a quarantine. So it was nice to have something airing, even though you can't really work right now. Yeah. And then it's on. It's actually and they um, show it on. Um, it's on um, Amazon as well. So it's season. It's season. Um, season four of Betrayed. I think it's season four of Betrayed. Does it say that? It's season four, and it's it's actually you can find it on. Um, on um, Amazon right now, and I play an episode for, I think it's season, is it season four? It's season four, and I'm in episode four. Nice. And it's a pretty darn cool show. And then uh, I, uh, um, I have a show coming, a movie coming out on, um, on Amazon, I believe. It's called. Uh, I have a couple of different films coming out, but one of them it's pretty funny. It's called Cholo Zombies. Um, that's going to be hitting sometime. The um, end of this year, beginning <laughs> what, of next. What is that all about? It it's that's crazy because uh, you know right now we're going through this epidemic, but we started filming this thing seven or eight months ago, and it was about a a virus that made everybody turn into zombies, cholo zombies, and <laughs> and it, it's it's the strangest thing because this virus wasn't even here then. There's no inkling of no word of it, nothing. And um, and it's just kind of serendipitous. I play a reporter, and um, I play a reporter, and, and I was oh, my my character name is uh, was um, uh, Wolf Cooper, and um, I named Wolf Cooper. So it's a Wolf mixture Cooper. of um, Anderson <laughs> Cooper and Wolf Blitzer. And I'm doing, it's funny. So uh, that's going to be pretty darn funny. That should be airing soon, and they're going to work on pitching it to uh, Netflix as well. We'll see if it ends up going. Is to it on episodes. YouTube right now? It's not, no, that's not, it's not out at all. Okay. But there, there is one film that's on Amazon right now, which, which um, I would say I'm proud of. And I think it also could help people as well. And it's called um, The Opiate Diaries. Yeah, it's, um, it really gets, yeah, it's, uh, I play an opiate doctor. It's, uh, it's, it really gets into the opioid epidemic, which is, um, um, part of going on all over our country now i think everybody either has somebody they work with or somebody in their family that has an, an opioid problem but it, it's a it's a film that gets it's it's a, it's a film but it's also kind of a little bit like a documentary as well 
And I, I really think it should be shown in high schools and, and um, you should see it because it really, if you ever, um, it, it makes people, make people think twice about taking, um, you know, Vicodin or pain pills if they have an accident, because it can lead to so much more things. And, and the addiction of these, of these painkillers is, is, is horrific. And we, we, as we just need to know that if you are doing that and you have to, you really need to be careful and that, and the film gets into that. So um, I think people should see that to understand how powerful things are and where addiction can lead to. And I play the opioid doctor. I play the bad guy kind of, but not really because I'm doing it to help people. But the thing is, and that's just, that's the way real life is. Doctors prescribe these things to help, but um, we as a consumer um, need to understand that how dangerous these things really are. Yeah, it's it's gotten a little out of control uh, as of late. So anything you can do to help uh, with the cause is is uh, exactly you know, yes. a step in the right direction. I got to think, you know, uh, an, an actor dude uh, in his fifties, looking the way you are, working out all the time, being on these soap operas and shows. You got to have quite a little Rolodex of uh, of uh, ladies and uh, gentlemen uh, pursuing you. I got to think. Is, is, is that true? I mean, is it, is it true what they say about these Hollywood types, which you are? It's absolutely not true. What? Um, Don't wreck it for uh, everybody. No. You're supposed to well, lie. It, it, <laughs> it's the thing. It's well, here's the deal. It's like, it's not like, I think when you're in college, you're in a place where you're seeing all kinds of people. But right now, you know, I go into my office, I'm a boss. So it's nothing's going to happen there. Everything you do is pretty much online or talking to people on the phone. So, uh, so, um, and you're not like going to the same place all the time. And then when you go to the gym, you're too busy working out. Oh, so it's man. not like, you got, you, you got know, to shift your like efforts. It's, like, it's, not like you think. <laughs> it's not like you think it is, um, oh. you know, and of course you can't go into the, you know, go into a grocery store and say, Hey, <laughs> so people think you're crazy. Oh, so it's not, you know, and it's not really what you, you, you think it is, you know, oh, but, but, uh, but you also got to realize too, you know, I've been married and divorced. So, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I, I go on dates, but you're definitely a little bit gun shy. Cause you've had a lot of, you know, as you go through relationships are difficult, man. You know? I, uh, uh, yeah. Well, wow, there's a lot of disappointed people listening right now that are like, Oh, so it's not true. <laughs> not maybe, true. maybe that's just it's rock stars. True. It's not actors. It's just rock stars. It's what that's exact. It is rock stars, right? Cause it's not like, so yeah, if I was going to, if I was a rock star in a band and there's all these people coming to see, you're right. That, and they get these roadies. So, so yeah, it's not like that with actors. Cause you know, I, I'm, I'm, I could be one day working in my office and then the next day I'm off on a set. And then the next day you're back at your house again, mowing your lawn. And I'm out mowing my lawn and we, and we whacking. So it's so funny. And, it, and it's like, if you have relatives that kind of want to come and see you, they think that, oh, you, this is glamorous. And it's, I'm like, it's not. You spend more of your time marketing, trying to get things. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the end result is what looks glamorous. Yeah, right, and, right. And how it's presented. But it's, it's you know, and for me, it's, it's, such, it's a lot of hard work. And, you know, I've been, you know, and I've been, don't get me wrong, I, I go on dates and I'm dating. But if you're, you know, if there's a, young lady who's like wants to date and then I'm off working on my lines or trying to submit myself on something or doing an interview, it leaves me with very little time. So they get kind of angry, you know, it may be nice for a second, but then you get angry. So that makes things challenging. But, 
you know, Einstein had a quote and said, if you really truly want to be happy, um, make your happiness on your goals and not people or things. And so that's, so when you look at my, all the things I've done recently is because I, I try to take my happiness away from, from people and put it on, on my goals. And, and that's made things a lot different. I have better relationships that way. And I tie my happiness towards the things I'm trying to achieve. And um, that's made a big difference in my life in, in my fifties. Nice. And I, I'm, you know, and I'm looking, I'm, I'm excited about what the, uh, the future holds once this COVID stuff stops. But, you know, every day it's, uh, I, I never know who's going to call you and say, Hey, can you do this? It, it's, it's just crazy. I've been getting calls like that where you just surprised me um, that you end up working with people that you've seen somewhere on television before. And, and, I, I, I'm really, I am a fanatic. I love working with people that I've seen before. I don't care what anybody says, you know, you just have, you know, fans that you're still a fan yourself and certain yeah. people. So when you work with them, you're excited. Wow. That's and, totally um, exciting. Wow. How fun. It's exciting. It is. I love everything about, about the business, but I still also like working in the market, the business world as well, because, um, and it, it's pretty neat too, because I've had some of my, when I first started back into it, some of my, I had some people that worked for me, they, they called me up and said, Hey, I just saw you on this show. <laughs> so I didn't really say anything at first. So when, you know, people that work for you end up seeing you on an episode of something, it's pretty, it's pretty funny or even clients of yours too. Oh, and wow. and um, it, it, that's actually cool. They, they like the fact that they can call you for business and then they saw you do an episode of your show. <laughs> wow. I, I, uh, uh, I, I run into that every once in a while with people who, who listen to the podcast, uh, and you run into them or they'll have a t-shirt on or something. And it's like, Oh man, what a small world. It's crazy. Wow. But it, and you said you do voiceovers, right? You yeah. Do voiceovers? I, yeah. I dabble in it a little bit. I'm, uh, I'm still, uh, I'm still on the starving artist side of the world, but, uh, I, uh, I have a lot of fun with it and, and, you know, I'm learning it's, it's a process. It's, it's, you know, I kind of did the same thing, uh, kind of did the same thing where I was, you know, doing the grind and, and, uh, you know, I always wanted to be on the radio and do voiceover my whole life. And then, uh, I had a, a medical, uh, I had a stroke like five years ago, it'll be five years in July. And, uh, and I finally, wow. and I finally just said, you know, screw it. I'm going to do what I want to do or what I've always wanted to do. So I ended, up, get, I ended up getting on the radio and, and, and getting the, getting the bugs. So I ended up having to, uh, uh, you know, dive in and, and I found the best way was to have my own podcast so I can control everything. <laughs> wow. Good. But, I'm, I'm happy for you. That That's great. And you, yeah. you sound really good. That, wow. That's, thank uh, you. Good for you. It's a lot of fun. Good for I, you. Uh, I'm, I'm learning and, and, you know, audition, 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 story of my life. But uh, eventually, eventually it'll be uh, a big, uh, a big home run. It's just right now we're, we're still working on the, uh, <laughs> on the basics. <laughs> but right. It's, so I, Go ahead. Yeah, I, I got to say, so you and I are pretty much in the same position. So, you know, I think our, our message to be for other people is, you know, that when once you reach a certain age, it doesn't mean it's over. Or if, if something ever happens to you, that it's, that it's not over and you can change, you know, and I, I'm on, I guess I'm on, I'm on a vengeance and you are too. And, and I think our message to, to people out, out in the world should be that if you're a writer or if you're a director, if you're a producer, or whatever it is, if you didn't finish what you started, it's never too late to jump back in there and finish what you finish what you started. Yeah, it's, it, that's exactly you know? right. I I was on a podcast uh, yesterday where they were uh, they were they were actually interviewing me, and uh, got into that whole thing about how it uh, 
you know, it's never too late. And it's, it's, you know, something where you're going to, you're going to have a lot of, are you running around the room? <laughs> uh, you're going to have, a, you're going to have a lot of naysayers, but you really got to just go with what you know. And, and if it, if it seems right to you, then, then go with it. And, and cause you're going right. to, there's always a lot of negative people and, and I don't want to say negative people, but obviously in the industry that you're in or, or maybe even some of what I do, you know, people want to do that. It's, it seems fun. It seems like, you know, the thing to do and blah, 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 blah. But in the end, you know, you got to keep working at it. You got to keep grinding because there's going to be a lot of things that stand in your way and you just got to keep uh, barreling through it. Right. Right. And then of course, you know, in knowing that, and then you, you, one thing you do differently too, is you make sure that you, you really dot your I's and, and cross your T's that, 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 uh, you know, when I was younger, you got to realize it, you have to put the hard work in and that's never going to be the, the, uh, it's always going to be the case that you have to put the hard work in. Yep. I know a lot of people have said to me, Oh my gosh, you're, you seem to be on a roll. And I'm like, I am not on a roll. I'm just, I'm pushing it. Cause no one's like banging down my door. I just am really aggressive with putting myself out there. Yeah. And so I think, you know, that's one thing I'm doing now too, is, is I'm not resting for one thing. I'm working on 20 different things. And then that's made a, a huge, huge difference. Well, and, I- and you're right anybody could say something and, and you got to just, you know, you, you have to listen to your own voice of what's right. Yep. And, and, um, and, and push and then, Oh, but here's the thing. And you, I know you're going to agree with me on this one difference. The biggest difference I, I have now is, is that I enjoy the journey. And when I was younger, I didn't always enjoy the journey. And so now if I get too caught up in these things or a part I'm trying to get, I stop myself and go, wait a minute. I, I have to make sure I'm appreciative and happy with where I am now and enjoy the journey. Uh, because, you know, it's later than you think. Yeah. And if you don't start enjoying things now, then you, you never will. So when I was younger, it's harder to enjoy things. But right now, as someone older, I, I stop and I'm definitely appreciative of everything. And, and that makes a big, big difference when you're going in and, and you're meeting people that you, you're okay and happy with exactly where you are. Yeah, exactly. And you got to, you got to take every once in a while, you got to stop and, and, and appreciate it a little bit too. You can't just uh, keep rolling. Yeah. You know, you got to take time to smell the flowers as they say, there's a little meaning behind that. Cause boy, I tell you, if you're, if you're doing what it takes to be successful in any business, not just these goofy businesses, but any business, uh, you know, you're usually the one uh, there two hours before everybody. And you're usually the one turning the lights off at the end of the night. It's just kind of the, the way that it, uh, the, the way that it works, if you want to be successful, you got to put in the time. There's no easy way to the top. Right. You're right. You're it's right. Crazy. Well, listen, man, we got to wrap this thing up. Why don't you, um, why don't you take a minute and tell everybody where they can find more information about you if they wanted to, uh, see what you're up to, see what your latest projects are. What, what are the best, uh, listen to me. What are the best ways to uh, contact you? Yeah. Well, well, basically, um, you know, my email is always open. So I've had, I've had AOL from the very beginning, probably over 30 years since the, in, since the very beginning. Um, so I, you can contact me at the Joe Finfera, F-I-N-F-E-R-A at AOL.com. Um, I am on Instagram. You can just do Joe Finfera on, on Instagram. Um, you can, and of course, the old fashioned way, not well, the IMDb, you can catch me on IMDb and it usually has more current stuff that's going on now, films in production, et cetera. And um, Facebook, you can go on Facebook as well. I'm almost, I almost got my 5,000 friends, so it's, you got to be careful with that. But wow. Instagram and Twitter, 
you can do Twitter as well. And um, to Joe Fair on Twitter, Instagram, right. pull my name up and I'm on there. Oh, the other, the other thing too is whenever I do an episode of something, I do post it on YouTube. So okay. you can do on Joe Finfera on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, just Joe Finfera. And then you can watch some different clips I've done on different shows. Oh, fun. I try to always post that. That's and then, cool. you know, and of course, yeah, it was pretty cool. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, you know, I'm having a blast and, and, um, you know, and, and I, I'm definitely appreciative of everything I have right now where I'm going. And I think you and I just make sure we want to spread the word that, you know, to other people out there that, that no matter how old you are, that, you know, if you want to get a degree, um, you know, whatever it is, you can finish where it's started. Yeah, no As doubt. long as you really want to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, Joe. Well, thank you so much, man. We're going to check in with you from time to time and see how things are progressing and uh, see what your latest greatest is. So until, uh, until next time, we thank you, Joe. And uh, uh, make sure you tell all your friends, subscribe, and give us a review. Check out the next episode of the DK Project. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, buddy. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.